Welcome to the Ministry of Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. Our vision is bringing people into the full realization of their potential in God and our mission. Building a community of believers whose lifestyle positively influenced change in the society. Welcome to Lighthouse. Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2 Stroke 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthouseng.org. This morning, I, I just want to do like a recap for us. A recap of the Easter Faith Conference. Our secured inheritance, that's what I tie to this. We have a secured inheritance in Christ. So don't treat Easter Faith Conference as just one program that has passed. And then you recline into your status quo. No, no. Our secured inheritance. Can we read together this morning? Ephesians chapter 1, verses 7 to 14. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 7 to 14. I want us to read it together. Can we go if you are there? Uh, if you are not there, just say, wait for me. If you are not there, just look at the screen. Um, we, the screen will guide you. Can we go one, two, three, go? In him we have redemption through his law, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound towards us, in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. In him you also trusted after you heard the word of the truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance unto the redemption of the purchase? Purchase procession to the praise and glory of his name. Praise the Lord. May the Lord bless that reading, the understanding, and the confession of his word in our hearts in Jesus' name. I want to read from the TPT translation. And I will read only verse 14, TPT translation, but only verse 14. He said, is given to us like an engagement ring is given to a bride as the first installment. That's the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit has been given to us like an engagement ring is given to a bride. Once people receive engagement ring, that's the sign of a good thing to come. So the Holy Spirit has been given to you and I to secure our inheritance in God. It's like the first installment of what is coming. Is our hope promise of a future inheritance which sees us until we'll have all the redemption promises and experience complete freedom. All for the supreme glory and honor of our God. As believers, our inheritance is in God. Our inheritance is in God. And for you to have a knowledge of what an inheritance is, is what happens in the natural realm. Some parents work so hard to leave inheritance for their children. And at their exit, 
They made enough plans to have continuity of their family name, family wealth, or whatever it is that is stored as inheritance. So the Holy Spirit has been given to us as the present day teacher, comforter, strengthener, advocate, intercessor, so that we can access the things that belongs to us in God. God the Father, God the Son, they consummated everything in, in the gift of Jesus, uh, in the gift of the Holy Spirit, which becomes a seal, the guarantee of the life we live now and the one that is to come. So our inheritance is in God, and we boast about it. That's why it's a gift of righteousness. First, with the gift of salvation, then the gift of righteousness. And then the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is, was where we started uh, the Easter Faith Conference from. The three foremost gifts of God. Number one is a gift of salvation. When you come into that loving relationship with God, He blesses you with that gift. Another word for it is Zoe, the life of God, eternal life which begin the moment you gave your heart to the Lord Jesus. It's an endless life, a life of possibility, a life without limit, a life that never leaves you and I the same. And then for you to hold that relationship, to maintain that relationship, or let us come boldly, he gave you instantly the gift of righteousness. I put it this way, it's a gift of access. Access to the God who owns the whole universe. The things that are in heaven, the things that are here on the heart, the things that are underneath the heart. He gave us that gift of righteousness and gave us authority to back with it. So we have access to heaven. We have access to the things that goes on here on the heart. We have access to the things that goes on underneath the heart. Can I have an amen this morning? So we have a secured inheritance. I love one of the songs that was taken. Because he lives, we can face tomorrow. Because he lives, he holds our future. As we will read some other things. I mean, he resolved it for me. The TPT translation has resolved anything for him. He said he holds our destiny. That's one of my verses today. We have a secured inheritance. We have a secured destiny in this God. So we derive our identity from who we are in Christ. I mean, in the natural family setting, people derive their identity from those inheritances. Uh, the houses on the beach, the, 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 the stocks in the London stock market, and the New York. So they derive their identity from it. They can use it to take a loan. They can use it to stand and buy up companies. But our own inheritance is in Christ Jesus. We derive our identity from him. Who we are. Where we read as our text, you hear the word. In him, in him, in him. So we derive our identity in Christ. Christ is our identity and inheritance confirmed. You know, in our parlance, when we want to use, assure somebody, we say, ah, this thing, I don't know how it's going to be. You just say to that person, this one is confirmed. So our identity, our inheritance is affirmed and confirmed in Christ Jesus. Can we read some couple of scripture to help us from the TPT translation? Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. He said, every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly father do you work for a gift i need a response people of god no nobody works for any gift as a matter of fact most gifts if they are good gifts you are not even aware that you are going to be gifted can i have an amen this morning so this kind of gift is not just ordinary gift it is a love gift from our wonderful, not just Father, Heavenly Father. No, our wonderful 
Heavenly Father. When you have a love gift like that, you have received it from one whom there is no variableness nor shadow of turning. You have received that gift, not conditionally, but an unconditional gift. He said, the Father of our Lord Jesus. So, you have it. The three of them sat together to put that gift, that package together, which is our inheritance. He said, because he sees us wrapped into Christ. And this is why we celebrate him from all our heart. You know, the tendency for us as human beings, all of us, except you begin to see things differently, is that we complain when things are not working. And most of the people who complain when things are not working, they even forget to thank him when things are working. Every spiritual blessing, the one you can think of, the one you are enjoying now, the one you, that hasn't crossed your mind, the one that, you know, sometimes a lot of people, if they don't have this perspective, they also think that God is not concerned about them. God, no, he's concerned about you. I keep saying that statement. He will never mismanage your life. He has a solid plan for your life. Only if you can respond in faith. I see those plans, they are not conditional. I keep saying it. A lot of people can't take it. But hey, God will give us understanding of God's love gifts to us. You can give your child a sweet and withdraw it. The only thing that I think I've seen in the scripture that can make for the withdrawal of this gift is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Every other thing, it's a love gift. It's a love gift. You have, even when you feel like or you don't feel like, the gift is there. Yeah. It's like a child, a good father, a good parent. They have made provision for the child. Whether the child wants to eat or not, the food is there. If they choose to eat, the food is there. If they choose not to eat, the food is there. That's the kind of inheritance that we have. Can we sweep to verses 5 to 10? I will read in TPT. He said, for it was always in his perfect plan to adopt us as his delightful children through our union. That's how that adoption came. With Christ, with Jesus, the anointed one. So that this tremendous love that cascades over us will glorify his grace. For the same love he has for his beloved one, Jesus. That's the same love that he has for us. Just like Romans 8, 11. Oh, they've taken this chain home. He said the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead that's the same spirit that lives on the inside of us. People can't comprehend it. People just can't comprehend it. It's not another Holy Ghost that is living. It's the same spirit. So if you can read the word to see how powerful that same, that spirit, Holy Spirit was, that death, hell, destruction, sickness, poverty cannot hold him down from raising Jesus, there is hope for you and I. Can I have an amen this morning? So he cascaded us. We glorify his grace for the same love that he has for his beloved one, Jesus. That's the same love he has for us. He says, since we are now joined to Christ, we have been given the treasure of redemption by his love. The total. Are you with me this morning? Cancellation of our sins. All because of the cascading riches of his grace. This superabundant grace is already powerfully working in us. Releasing within us all forms of wisdom and practical understanding. You know how that manifests? Because you see, sometimes when we preach like this, people say, oh, are we giving permission to do what is wrong? No. You see, if that superabundant grace is at work in you, you will know what is wrong. You will have practical wisdom and understanding and judgment as you walk with him. Can I have an amen this morning? He said, and through the revelation of the anointed one, he unveiled his spiritual desire to us, the hidden mystery of his long-range plan, which he was delighted to implement from the beginning of time. Verse 10, 
And because of God's unfailing purpose, this detailed plan will reign supreme through every period of time until the fulfillment of all ages reaches its climax. When God makes all things new in all of heaven and earth through the Lord Jesus Christ. He will make all things new. You know what? That's what Revelation says. Said the one who sits on the throne. Revelation 5, I think 11. He said, the one who sits on the throne says, he will make all things new. So please, Ephesians chapter 2 again. We're talking about our inheritance. Ephesians chapter 2, let's read verse 6, and then we'll read verse 10. He said, he raised us up with Christ, the exalted one, and we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. For we are now co-seated as one with Christ. We are co-seated. Whatever Jesus Christ have us access to in that inheritance, we do. Whatever they have agreed is for our benefit. Verse 10, it says, we have become his what? What does poetry mean? What does it mean? We have become his signs. We have become his signature. We have become the evidence. You see, the problem that we all have is this problem of feeling. I don't feel so. No. No. You, you are supposed to be persuaded so. You are supposed to live in that reality. Nobody feels so. But Jesus felt so for us. He's touched by the feelings of our infirmities. So that we are becoming poetry, a recreated people, not refurbished people. That will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. He said, for we are joined to Christ. So that destiny will be fulfilled as long as we are joined to Christ. The anointed one. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny. It's not like the one that Yoruba talks about. I am a, mm -mm. It's not Serera. Well, that's that Latin word. What we be, we be. Some people's destiny is to be rich and other people's destiny is to be poor. Uh, the destiny of chosen by the poor are that of poverty. While the destiny chosen by the rich is wealth. No. This one, he has it planned out in Christ. And all the good works that we will do to be able to fulfill it. What is that good works? Number one good work is to, for you to believe that all things are yours in Christ Jesus. That's a good work. Number two, that good work is for you to know that you are created as a partner with him. Number three good work is for you to realize that he has given you all things that pertains to life and godliness. All that you need is on the inside of you. Can I have an amen this morning? So the strength of our faith work as believers is rooted in our intimacy with God. The strength of our faith work as believers is rooted in our intimacy with God. In Ephesians chapter 1, verses 17 to 22, TPT, Ephesians chapter 1, he said, that's why we need to pray this for ourselves every time. Please, in case you are still feeling, just be praying this for yourself every day. Ephesians 1, 17 to 22. He said, I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, will impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. A lot of people have shallow knowledge of him. The knowledge that some of us have is what we've been told by other people. Even Job in the Old Testament made a statement in Job 42. He said, I have seen you by the hearing of the ear. He said, I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear. But he said, I now see you with my own eyes. You have to have an experience of intimacy with this God. In 1 John, John gives us an idea. He said, that which we have seen, that which we have touched, that's what we have behold concerning the word of life. 
So the strength is our intimacy with God. He said, I pray that it will impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and spirit of revelation to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. Christianity is not for the lily livered. Christianity is not for the lazy ones. Christianity is not for the procrastinators. Christianity is not the one who are not sure. Eh? Today it is yes. Tomorrow it is no. Yes, a day after it is yes, nay. No, we have to stand. Joshua said, he said, as for me and my house, we will stand the law. So Christianity is deepened by your intimacy. It begins with a decision. I, he said, we have not seen him, yet we have known him. He said, I pray for you. Verse 18, the prayer continues. He prays, I pray that the light of God, I mean, you can pray for yourself. Lord, today, let your light illuminate the highs of my imagination, flooding me with light until I experience the full revelation of the hope of my calling in you, the wet of your glorious inheritance that you find in me. Yes, Lord, that you find in me. I pray today that I will continually experience the measurable greatness of your power made available to me through faith in you, that my lives will be an advertisement. Advertisement. My life will be the poetry. My life will be the epistles known and read of all men. My life will be a sign in my generation. That's what Paul was literally praying. And 2,000, almost 2,000 years after, we still need to pray this. Paul, even having prayed this, he was praying it every day in one place. He said that I may know him. I may know him. I may know him. We don't know him so that we can get stuffs. We know him because that's where our inheritance lies. And once we know him, stuffs of life responds to us. We can't misplace our priority. Jesus himself said, seek ye first. Seek ye first. There is a seeking. He said, everyone who seeks me will find me. He said, I will pour water upon him that is thirsty. A lot of us, we are just satisfied. Uh, with the basics of Christianity. Let's come up higher. The level of our intimacy with this God. He said, I pray the immense advertisement of this immense power as it walks through you. The mighty power, verse 20 and 21, that was released when God raised. And you see the link. The same power. The same power. The same power. It should affect our commitment to him. I'm not a Christian because I am born in a Christian home. Mm -mm. I am a Christian because I know there is a God. There is a God who is alive, who is active, and is active in the affairs of men. There is a God who reigns as a sovereign king over all. There is a God who is the breath. Eh? His breath. Everything can, can just disappear. There is a God. He's not at par with the devil. It's not at par with Sangoma. It's not as par with Mami Water, whatever it is that men have come up with in order to look for this God. God is God overall. So that same power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor. Jesus is not in the same rank with Mohammed. Jesus is not in the same realm with Buddha. Jesus is not in the same, no matter the inclusion message, no matter the message of humanism, that there is a big umbrella. Mm, Jesus stands distinct. And you know why? Go to Mohammed's grave, it's still there. The bones are there. You can check it. Go to Buddha, the bones are still there. But go to the grave of Jesus. He rose. The reason why Christianity is different is the power of resurrection. I'm not an apologist. I don't, I don't owe anybody apology. Even if you say you don't believe, this power is mighty working in this vessel that you're looking at. And, and many of you have that witness. You know the power of God is real. 
If you don't believe it, come out. If you have charm, say, come out. If you raise your hand, if that hand comes down, then I'm not called. The power of God is real. The reason why we don't experience it is because we don't deepen our intimacy. We pull back into feelings. What of if? And I'm saying, what of if? What of if? What of if? You can discover that you can lay hands on the sick and the sick recovers. What of if? You discover that what runs in that family stops with you. What of if? You go into a place to just visit in the hospital and people begin to come. I mean, the life of God that emanates from you. Not because they call you a pastor or an apostle. No. It's because you are a believer. What of if? Jesus' resurrection took care of sin, poverty, and sickness. There's no inclusion message than that. I'm not homophobic. I'm not. But LGBTQ, they are suffering. And the only thing that can deliver anyone from that addiction is the power of the resurrection Christ. I'm not. I am not ashamed of this gospel. This is the power of God. I've seen people gone through therapy and relapse. I'm made bold to declare it. The best I can do is that I'm killed. When I kill, I see my Savior. That's the commitment we have. We have something that holds the deliverance of humanity. And yet we are scared. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So he said that same power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to a place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. Verse 21, he said, And now is exalted as first above every ruler, every authority, every government, a realm of power in the system. Some of you are afraid that Nigeria is going to be Islamized. It can't happen. Not under some of our watch. You may not believe it, but it can't happen. As long as Jesus is still Lord in this country, as long as there are people, it doesn't matter what scheme we are done behind closed doors. I've seen in this same nation, eh, people sank two, three containers of Bibles. But where are they today? Where are they today? I've seen that in this nation, even though they have joined whole IC behind, they can't, they are not bold to say it to us. He's Lord. I've never seen any plain turbulence that people say, Mohammed, Mohammed. No, it's always Jesus. I've never seen Lama doesn't preach Buddha. There is a master. There is a master. Principalities, power, everybody, they understood it. When you can be that game changer and you're saying, Lord, flow this vessel, you will see his power manifest. So, all that I've said so far is what the Holy Spirit stands to do with us in our walk with him. So, if you we're here during the Easter Faith Conference. Much was talked. Thank God for the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit and your faith. It helps you fulfill your purpose in Him. It helps you live in the reality of this inheritance that we talked about. You know, we can't attempt to be independent from God. 
Self-made man are self-destruct men. So, the transformation of our mind is very critical in our faith walk. You need to enjoy your Christian walk when you move from self-independence to total dependence on him. So, the Holy Spirit is in us to fellowship with him. He is our laws, one of the same kind. He is our paracletos, he is our comforter manifested to us as counselor, as teacher, as advocate, as standby, as strengthener. Your advocate, the one who promotes, supports, and defends you, you are his client, he defends you in the best interest of the kingdom. As your intercessor, we keep learning about the subject of prayer, but he joins forces with your human spirit to accurately pray the will of God. As your counselor, he advises you. A lot of the time, people do their own thing, and the last person that is resolved to when every options are filled is God. Or people create mess and ask him to clean it. In his mercy he does. But we can't consistently live on that plane. He's our strengthener. He's our standby. The rock and shield of our lives. He's our teacher. He teaches us all things. And like you have the testimony in no stack he knows banking. He knows engineering. He knows medicine. Because in all those professions, we can give you scriptures that represent it. He's our guide. Psalm 32 verse 8. I will instruct you in the way that you should go. I will guide you with my eyes. So the Holy Spirit teaches us all things. Because his word says, the meek, so you have to become vulnerable. The meek will he guide in judgment. So we can't afford to neglect the Holy Spirit in our faith walk. The Holy Spirit and the supernatural. We can't reduce the Holy Spirit to mere influences. So even though he manifests himself in certain instances as water, as dough, as oil, but he's not, he's still not those things. It's just a means of expression. And he has been given since the day that Jesus left. And if you know him, he manifests himself. He narrow himself to you. And he has gifts that he has given. Word of knowledge, word of wisdom, designing of spirit, power gives, special faith. And then one of the things, gift of healings. Healings is the renewal of the body from disease condition. So when he heals, he works that miracle in us. The Holy Spirit and the marketplace. It's very crucial for us. We are not left as orphans here. No. We are not comfortless. No. If you feel that way, then develop your intimacy. We are not left desolate. No. We are not bereaved. You know, in the name of being sober, you just see Christians who are not joyful. They squeeze their face. If they come around you, you will be beaten by their bug of moodiness. No, joy. Joy is the strength of the believer. When the fig tree don't blossom, the believer don't complain. They express joy. In Joel chapter 1, verse 12, I believe, he said, he said the things did not work in business or in the marketplace because joy have dried away from the heart of man. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. 
God's intention is that we develop our intimacy so that it can influence the marketplace through us. He has come to optimize our results in the marketplace. And believers, please, we must be delivering results. The best employees, the best employers, the best team players, the best ones who get their awards. That's the rot of the believer. I don't want people to know. You haven't, you haven't. You can't hide the Holy Spirit. He must know. He must. He must. A lot of us, we've robbed ourselves of promotion, opportunity, just because we are trying to be conservative. The Holy Spirit must know. Must know. Please, I, I don't know how to say this, but I will say it at this point. We need generators. We need generators. The AZ that are working here is, is not working perfectly. We need generators. That's just the word. There's nothing. And what do you need to buy a generator? It's money. There is nothing. You don't talk to buy a generator. So, let's put it. We are, not, we are not closing that deal. I think we will come up with what the details is. We need generators. That's just the thing. Otherwise, we can be doing open here service. That's why they do crusade openly. So that breeze can cross bridge. But since we have put a, ten, a, a, a tent here, we need to power it. And if you think that is luxury, we will switch off the rest that are on so that we can fill the day. But the truth, on a more serious note, we need generator. This is your house. So your house needs generator. And if you give, I mean, towards it, you know, okay, let me also say this. By the way, side journey, good side journey. Because we don't talk about money doesn't mean we don't need money here. What we believe under God is that everyone who is a believer, who have the Holy Spirit, you don't even have to wait hmm, until we raise offering before you are led to give. This is your house. If you have a natural house, if you get in there, your, your, fab, your furniture are not good. You, don't, you are, don't wait for the Holy Spirit. Did you? No. You just change it because it is needful. So when you come into the house of God, which is also your house, Look out for needs. There is a blessing that is attached to that. I don't want to be a more time billionaire. Eh? Or millionaire. And some churches in the interior are struggling to roof their building for 20 years now. It is what you see that you find. I don't want to go on a destination holiday if I have not given to the Lord in a year. I don't know where I've come, but I mean, after this month, I really want to do kingdom wealth. Really. So maybe I'm just ahead of my time. Let me finish my message for today. So the working of the Holy Spirit, He has come to help us optimize our results in the marketplace. And as believers, we must be delivering results. The believers must be the best employees. Please don't walk in a place and you are telling them that you are going for, everybody is working on a project. That's when you know that you have to do prayer meeting. They won't promote you when the time of promotion comes. And the truth is that when things, when the push comes to shore and they have to let go of people, you are one of the people. They don't think about it. They are not led in the spirit. They are dancing. So they want to dance. Size. So they are not thinking about the only thing that matters. Who can we not let go? So the Holy Spirit helps us to make impact in the marketplace. And how does he, how does he work? By revelation. He reveals things to you. By instruction, he instructs your heart. By teaching you, okay, giving you template solution, by guiding you, guidance, by causing you to walk in boldness and confidence. It gives you power over affliction. So there are challenges, there are threats in running businesses, but it gives you power. And then it gives you power to get well. Let me also say something to you. See, let me, I mean, I, I can. This is 15 years. 
if I can't tell you how kingdom things work, then I'm not supposed to be your pastor. Do you know you can give your way out of insufficiency? You can. You can know that things are tight in business. You can make a covenant with God. That's what Jacob, all those people, he said, if I go, if I come back. He said, then, your business has become my business. Please, brother, sister, let me say it today before I preach that message. If my life is only about me, I'm one of the most miserable men that ever lived. And you know how things are going to play out? I will just be running how to make up, how to make up, build this one, this one, that one. Life must be lived above this structure. And the only way you can do that is to be seated where Jesus is seated. They don't spend money in heaven, but they control the resources of the earth. And you can tap into that realm. The Holy Spirit gives you power to get it. Not power to get it so that you can dump it on your feelings. No. Power to get it so that you can do the build of heaven. Because if you don't understand the power that you are getting, it may be thing that the very thing that will destroy you. Some people have gotten the power. They've married three wives. Because they feel they can take care of three women. And they died in the midst of their years. How can you run three homes? The one gun that you are running, you are still asking God for direction. So in closing, the Holy Spirit and your family is a seal. We are not bereft of a guidance. A guidance is our God. We don't lack parenting. You see, I, I see a lot of believers Eh? They are like orphans. They are like orphans. They don't have a church. They don't have a covering. I can't fall because I'm preaching. They don't have a church. They don't have a covering. Everyone is their pastor. No, everybody can be your pastor. You can only, you can have many instructors, but you have only one father. And if where you are, your local church, you have not seen the person there as your pastor, you can't benefit. If you don't see me as your pastor, for example, you can't benefit from me. The grace, the anointing upon my life, you will just see me as pastor. Your who we are so Debbie is the is our pastor. Hmm. Is I am I can be your pastor, but I must also in your heart. Be this is my pastor. She knows I'm her pastor. I'm her husband, but she knows. You can't commonize men of God. Everybody has their own place in the body. I am responsible for the atmosphere over this house. Who said this? Elijah, be. Is it Elijah or Elisha? He said, does not my spirit goes with you? We are not as orphans. We can't be behaving like that. We are not also bastards. The people can't talk to you. No. Because, you see, what you can't do to men you cannot, I'm not asking for idol worship, but there is a principle of connection. That's what I'm asking. What you cannot do, see, if you are stubborn in the natural, you will be stubborn with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> see, Oman also, but that is, I don't know why I'm preaching like this this morning, but I think it is deliverance for somebody. If, if I'm not, I'm not going to manipulate you, but if I can't tell you simple things from the word of God and you embrace it, it will not profit you. I'm not one of the additions. You know, in India, they have many gods. They can have 400. So you talk about Jesus, they had it to the existing God. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. We may not be much today, but I know where we are going. I know where we have started. 
I know where we are, and I know where we are going. I can tell you, if Jesus sorry, I know where this church is going. Why? Because I am the malam here. <laughs> that is as true as that. I don't know what goes on in Omega. I've never stepped into their building because if I get there, that's not my duty post. We have relationship with churches here. Island Church, they've been here for two years. They send me Christmas gifts. I've never sat with their pastor. Is it okay? Because I don't have anything there. If I go, I see. If they say, come and greet the people, good morning, people. I sit back. Because it's a body thing. We are not orphans. We are not. And what we do with the natural determine how much. Some people have never been a good departmental people in churches. Once they step, they scatter it. That's the way their lives is. These things are very difficult to say. But that's the truth. They don't have friends. But the same Bible they read, it said, He who desire a friend must desire, first desire himself to be friendly. If you can't be friends with men, you can't be friends with the Holy Ghost. We are not orphans. So, when it comes to family, it helps us. There's no marriage seminar that can help you in that real sense. It's the Holy Spirit who interprets what you hear in the marriage seminar. When he sees the willingness for you to practice, it gives you room. You make mistakes, it helps you again. That's his work. See, half word has become full in you. Let all stand. <laughs> Woo! Let's all stand. Let's all stand. You, see, see, see. Let me say something to you. Eh? Whatever you do as a Christian, please learn to design the body. Learn to design this body. It's the body of Christ. So, if you scatter his fragrance, you are not designing the body. Yeah, that's the simple thing. That's the simple thing. If you are not committed eh, to this local assembly, you can't be committed to the Holy Ghost when he gives you instruction. There is no, there is no shortcut. In fact, someone wrote, John Mason, many years ago, he said the shortcuts that people are looking for in business, it actually takes 10 years' work. So please, I beg of you, and we have come to that season where you must be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. One of us here needed to make a decision, a career change decision. Um, I deliberately want you, so that you can remember this part. That's why I ask you to stand up. Needed to make a career change. In fact, it wasn't that she wanted to make that change. But she had an impression in her heart. And then offer for a new place came. She prayed about it. She was convinced that she had to move. Good job, good environment, international job, in quote. So he mentioned it to his bosses. This feeling, eh? that's what I want to emphasize. Mention it to his immediate boss. One, you can't go, you can't go. HR, HR say you cannot go. But she has a very strong feeling in her heart that it is time to move. See, these people that said that she should not go, they are also looking for opportunity elsewhere. But because she's a very useful tool, man is selfish. So democracy is not God's opinion. God is still, he's a theocrat. He gives the instruction. He's waiting for you to follow. So against all odds, she made that change. Two months after, no, a month after, Abby, two weeks or so, the international office hmm, scrapped that unit that she was holding, scrapped it completely. For no reason. 
they are making money. She was like the best staff and all that. She was working on that project. Everything was looking. But they scrapped it completely. What of if she had listened to all those people who said it should not go? What will she receive from them? The Lord will make a way. It is well. We have come to that season, oh brother, sister. We must be led by the Spirit of God. And how does the leading start? You yield yourself. By my own, I can do nothing. Can we pray? Let's just pray for one another. You can touch someone this morning, hold their hands. Let's pray for one another this morning. Let's just pray for one another. I, I, I feel a release. Yes, Lord, I feel a release this morning. Let's pray for one another. Let's pray for one another. Let's pray for one another. There is so much more that the Holy Spirit wants to do in our hour, in our day. Yes, Lord, we must not miss his voice. We must not miss his voice. Everything we are looking for is a complete package, and it's found in him. And we are not looking for it outside because it's already in us. Yes, Lord, he will, he's committed to that. He said, the meek will he guide in judgment. Lord, this morning I pray for my brother, I pray for my sister, that you will continually guide them, Lord. Yes, Lord, in your judgment, in your way, thank you, because you will hear, they will daily hear, every second, hear a word behind their ear saying, this is the way what we are in. You will guide them, you will watch them over with your eyes. Thank you, Lord. We bless you, we honor you this morning. In Jesus' precious name. So, Lord, thank you for everyone. Thank you for your word this morning. Lord, personally, I've learned quite a lot by just listening to you this morning. Thank you for the word that has been released over us. Thank you because this word will profit us. This word will strengthen us. This world, Lord, we deliver our own secured inheritance into our end. Thank you for your blessing. Your people are blessed as they go out this week. They are blessed in the country. They are blessed out of the country. Lord, everyone watching us online also, your blessing rests upon us, them, where they are. Thank you for your grace that is sufficient for us. In Jesus' precious name. Thank you for touching someone's body this morning. You are made whole. In Jesus' precious name, amen. This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2, Slash 3, Kudrata Biola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthousenge.org for more.